Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you in fashion? fashion? Fashion. Did you see what she's wearing for Tom's shoes? I'm Sonia Sly. My heels are killing me. Um, but I was told I have a backstage pass. You will need to get the right pass to get behind me, Pam. Look, I'm I need sorry. to go. Code red, code red, code. We have a situation. I'm taking you inside the fashion industry to discuss trends, the reality behind the glamour, and the highs and lows of a fast-paced industry that never stops. Thompson is a talented Kiwi illustrator and art director. She's based in Melbourne. She also runs a blog and she posts beautiful outfit shots that showcase her love of bold colour with hints of vintage inspiration. Kelly, has anyone ever told you that you have the most perfect heart-shaped pout? Do you actually practice in front of the mirror? No, I don't. <laughs> but apparently when I put on my mascara, I have a funny face that I pull when I put on my mascara. But I'm pretty sure that every girl does that, right? Well, I don't know. My husband would probably say yes. <laughs> no, the pout just comes out by accident and sometimes I find, find it a little bit embarrassing and I try and pull it back, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a favourite killer pose that you just nail like every time? Um, I think I have specific head angles that I think work best for my face. I think that I've been using them a little bit too much and I need to mix it up. So um, I'm not going to tell you what they are. (laughs) Fair enough. As part of your work, so you used to be a makeup artist at one stage in your life and you've done a bit of fashion photography, but do you also take your own photos for the blog part of your website? Yeah, I don't have an Insta husband. I do it all myself or I will drag in a friend to do it, but in general... People are busy, so I just do it myself. Like, how hard is that to do? It is pretty fiddly, to be honest. I'm getting pretty good at it now, so I've kind of figured out what works and what doesn't work, and I kind of line up the camera and figure it all out before I sit in front of it. But, yeah, every now and then I'm just like, oh, great, this is terrible. What am I doing this for, you know? I mean, do you feel more comfortable in front of the camera when it's just you and the equipment rather than a photographer giving you directions? Yeah, I guess I feel like less of a dork. Because I used to do photography, I kind of know the drill and I know what kind of works and what doesn't work. Are you your own worst critic as well when it comes to how it looks and the end result? Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, everyone has their own idea of what they look like and how they want to look, etc., etc. So there's definitely ones and I'm like, I hate that, and someone else will see it. And they'll just be like, I love that photo of you. You look so nice. And I'll be like, I hate that one. <laughs> you know, just like any female, I think. Through your blog, and obviously you've been running your website for a long time too, but you've become an identifiable face that helps to represent you as an artist. So how important has that been as a marketing tool? I think that these days with social media and all of the other things that are around, people, like especially clients these days, they also... Uh, they look at your work, but they also look at your social media following, you as a person, how you relate to their brand, how you kind of match them, I guess. So whereas before you would just do your illustration, they'd get the file and then that would be the end of it. Now they're also thinking about 
if we've got this artwork, can we use this artist to help market the project or whatever? Can we use um, their social media to help feed on our um, campaign? Um, and there's quite a lot of different things that go kind of tie in. So being a person as well as an artist is quite a valuable package for a lot of clients. Do you ever feel a little bit of discomfort with that? Yeah. When I first started out, like that was when MySpace was cool and there was no Instagram and <laughs> Facebook actually worked. Um, we used to just do the work and put it out and you would get genuine interest from your fans and you'd get a lot more support. And it was the work that was the important thing and, you know, the work was the valued part. Whereas now people who aren't necessarily particularly talented, I guess would be a nice way of saying it, with their craft, they might have... 100,000 Instagram followers, be them be them real or be them fake, but they can often win out on a job purely because of, of their following and not necessarily based on the skill of their, their work. So it can be a little bit frustrating. I think that before the engagement was a lot more real, you know, like people would follow you because they loved your work and they were really into what you were doing and there were gen- more genuine fans than there are today, I think. I mean, you have... 21,000 followers on Instagram. So, I mean, that's nothing to scoff at. But are you serious that people, you can be undercut by people who you, whose work isn't as good as yours? Oh, definitely. I work with, because um, I also do quite a lot of creative consulting for like agencies and other brands, and I help them with their social media campaigns. Not me actually being in the campaigns, but I help them find, uh, I guess, creative influences to um, help them with their work. And a lot of the time we have really, really cool artists that the client really loves and they think their work is amazing and they will lose out on the job because they don't have 10,000 Instagram followers. So it's kind of a shame because it means that sometimes the work gets left behind because there's this value placed on followers. So yeah, it definitely does affect things these days, unfortunately. How do you feel about the pressure to keep producing images, say, on your Instagram that people want to see? I mean, I, one recent image is, you know, you're sitting with Dita Von Tees, which is kind of cool. I hardly put any of my personal life on my social media. I like to keep that um, to myself. And I kind of think that I don't really care if people think I'm cool in my social life because I know that I do some really interesting stuff and have a pretty interesting life. And I don't feel the need to share that with everybody. But um it does, there's definitely, like at the moment running the agency, I don't have a lot of time to do drawing. And so my social media, it doesn't have a new illustration every day on it. And there is a little bit of, I guess, self-imposed pressure to still try and make something to put on social media so that the the people are happy, which is such a silly um, way to think. But I know that a lot of illustrators and a lot of artists do kind of have this feeling that they need to be making work just to put work out there, which quite often is is not good for the quality of work that's been made, unfortunately. This year I didn't see you at New Zealand Fashion Week, so I assume that you're really busy with Una. Is yeah. that how I pronounce it? Una is the studio and Use New Art is the new artist agency that we launched. So we only launched the artist agency a month ago. New Zealand Fashion Week kind of was at the end of that month and I also had to go to Bali for a wedding the following week. So I kind of had to... Um, sadly sacrifice fashion week because um, I needed to focus on building the agency up and it was kind of a bad time to leave. How important is it to maintain those ties with the fashion industry because obviously with your you know your fashion illustration and it connects with beauty as well how important is it to kind of keep your face and your foot in those doors at all times? Well like I guess behind the scenes I'm friends with a lot of the designers and a lot of people 
who are making things in New Zealand. So I'm genuinely um, just chatting, chatting to them on email occasionally or like organizing things for my blog and stuff anyway. So I, I'm always kind of touching base on a regular basis. But um, I guess the thing is like going back for fashion week, I love going back because I actually really want to see what people are doing and I love the atmosphere and I'm really interested in the clothes and also being there to support the brands that I really love. And I guess the dumb thing these days is that, you know, everyone kind of likes to latch on to the new cool blogger or the new cool Insta person or whatever. So sometimes if you're not there, people just forget about you, which is a shame. But I like to think that I've been around for long enough now and have made some nice connections with people that they hopefully won't forget me. Do you hate the whole Insta world thing of, you know, of having to kind of be cool all the time? Um, it's love-hate relationship and I don't think of myself as particularly like cool you know like I just kind of do what I do and people either like it or they don't like it and I don't really try to please people for the sake of it you know like lots of people do I like it because you can interact with your fans and you can talk about your points of view if you want to you can have a lot more involvement with people that you might not otherwise be involved with but I also hate the feeling of you know Instagram in particular everything has to be so crisp and white and everything has to look a certain way and you know like you might spend five seconds taking a photo of a white t-shirt and get a million likes whereas you'll spend three days making an illustration which you're really proud of and 100 people like it I kind of I'm kind of torn you know I like Snapchat much more because Snapchat's more real and more casual and the lighting's crap and people talk (laughs) and people have zits and you know like I like that it's more more human I guess now, the last time I spoke to you, you just landed a really high-profile campaign for Escada. What other opportunities did that open up for you? Doing things like that is really good because you just get international recognition. And that's, I guess, a big fight these days. You know, like with all the social media, everyone's got an Instagram page, everyone's an artist. But when you get to work on a huge project like that, that's with a big, well-known brand and is on an international scale, then people really kind of respect your craft a lot more which is good so from that I got lots of like little um cosmetic based projects and I managed to pick up an agent in London since then so um it's just always good for exposure mainly and obviously money of course and it's just really cool to see your work in airports around the world and on packaging and on everyone's social media and stuff you know and and do you like actually love every contract that comes your way I mean what's the reality are some of those contracts just bread and butter and are others you know big passion projects we definitely don't love all of them (laughs) and there's a lot of work that um, I do and we do in the studio that would never make it to social media and would never make it in the fall into the folio obviously you've got to make a living so some jobs you just do for the money. Um, some jobs you do because even if they have less budget because they're easy, you know, you can just smash them out. But, you know, like now that I've been around for a while and I have a reputation, I do get a better quality of work coming my way and I do get to be a little bit more selective about what I take on. And because I've got the agency now, that takes up a lot of my time, so I'm not doing much drawing at the moment. So if a job does come in for me, I'm only going to take it if it's worth it financially or something that's particularly interesting. Otherwise, I've got other stuff to do, you know? So what wouldn't make it to social media? What kind of projects? Um, I'm curious. I did a job for a um, festival um, in Wellington. It was last year. And um, the art director, it kind of started off in my style and then the art director kind of pulled in lots of references from artists that had completely different style to me. And then 
she wanted me to do those styles and it just ended up being so hacked and so butchered because you know, she just kept revising it and kept changing it and after a while it just didn't there was not, not really any part of me in it and it just became like I was just a cog in the wheel basically to make this picture but there was no you wouldn't have even known I made it so stuff like that never makes the folio um sometimes you'll get paid lots of money but it'll be like a pharmaceutical job or something that's pretty boring and pretty ugly but they pay you well because of the industry so those don't make it into polio. What, what's still one of the biggest obstacles though for you and now in an industry that probably continues to evolve? I think the main thing that like for me and for many um, creators is is cash flow like there's a few big things that I still really want to do but it's self-funding and finding the funds to make these things happen that's probably the main thing for me now and that's kind of why we've set up the agency as well it means that I don't actually have to physically be drawing myself all the time to make money. Can you give us a hint of what some of those potential big projects that you would like to be doing? Obviously we want to expand the agency more so that we have more artists that we represent um, so that we can take on bigger projects so that we don't have to just be here um, doing every single thing ourselves. It's always been a huge dream of mine to start um, some kind of lifestyle fashion brand and it's something that I I think about all the time Um, but I'm very particular about how I want it to be and it would have to be of a high standard and high high finish so it wouldn't just be going to a market and starting with some t-shirts I'd want to do it properly and do it um do it well and we also want to look at other ways that we can expand the age expand the agency more like at the moment we do art direction and as i mentioned before creative consulting for lots of brands and agencies so we really would like to build on that more so that we actually have our own like a, a larger creative studio within the agency as well and just lastly i i mean do you still have ties in New Zealand is it important for you to maintain ties here with the place that you're from oh yeah definitely my family still lives in New Zealand and I probably email and talk to like my designer friends and um, brands from New Zealand more than I talk to people here sometimes I don't know if I'd move back there again but I definitely am constantly involved with New Zealand in some way or another and I always like to think about like what people are doing there and you know, who I could work with next or people I could collaborate with. So, um, yeah, I'm still very connected. That was the ever-adorable Melbourne-based illustrator, Kelly Thompson. You've been listening to My Heels Are Killing Me. I'm Sonia Sly. To find out more or to listen again, head to our podcast page on the rnz.co.nz website. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.